0: Welcome to the Thursday, August 26th edition of the Fun Astrology podcast. Thomas Miller with you. We're going to talk yods again today because we have one. Now, this one today is triggered by the moon, but we're going to roll a good listener question in about yods as well. And we'll talk about the chart structure of when yods are more likely to appear. Kind of an interesting little thing I have for you today. Let's take a look up at the sky, though, before we get to that. I hope your week has gone well. We're going to wrap it up strong here and cruise into a good weekend ahead. And I know we're balancing our optimism with everything that we see around us every day, aren't we? Well, we have an Aries moon today, so maybe that's why over the last couple of days we've just felt that little bit of an edge that I know a lot of you, myself included, have been feeling. The moon today will go void, of course, at 5.15 this afternoon, eastern time. So that will take a lot of that Aryan intensity out. Then in the wee hours of the morning at 12.26 a.m., the moon moves into Taurus. The other aspect of note today is the exact aspect. We've talked about it previously this week, but the exact aspect of Mercury and Pluto. And this is a trine, so this is favorable we can lean to the positive side of the combination of these two energies. And you know, we've had a trine week this week. So if we take the areas of communication, for example, and we take the area of intensity and also transformation, in other words, out with the old, in with the new, you see where this could be a little bit of a sign of positive changes. I mean, I'm, guys, I'm looking for them. I really am. And we've had these trines this week that are, Really pretty impressive. So let's just say that maybe there's a clue hidden in that Mercury-Pluto, like we were talking about yesterday with our silly example of the two grumpy old men sitting in the park feeding the birds. And let's say that the bicyclist drives by or rides by and tosses a little bag of money or something. You know, something good. Maybe just a little wrench, fast-moving planet, but just a little boom that might be something positive that we can lock onto for the immediate future. I'm hoping for it. Now, do we have a yacht in today's chart? Yeah, sort of. We could get there. Let me talk about the structure of the chart, because I went back and looked at yachts and yacht structures. And for example, last summer, if you remember, if you uh, can recall back to the summer of 2020, and actually the summer of 2019, the planets spread out more around the chart as we have now. But do you remember back to, let's say, November, December, January, February, March of this past year and then into this year? You remember what it was like? Everybody was stacked on top of everybody. It was like communal living. I mean, you know, we've got all these houses and you guys are stacked into three. Why? It's like when, uh, you know, the family gets together. Everybody meets in the kitchen. But wait a minute. we got a 5,000 square foot house here. Yeah, everybody's in the kitchen. Well, when everybody's in the kitchen, we're not going to have yachts, not very often. You have to have that dynamic of planets on either side, like we were talking about when I was kind of laying out this structure of we have the fast movers on one court. We have the slow movers on the other. That presents a really nice situation for multiple yachts. And that's exactly what we've been having right now. Yod's indeed are a sign up in the sky, and I got a call. Now, this was a couple of weeks back. I apologize for being late on this. So she says today. She's not referencing today, the 26th. She was referencing about two or three weeks ago. But listen to how a yod shows up for one of you. Today specifically, I was wondering to myself, what's going on in the chart? I'm starting to get a sore throat. And I had to pick myself up off the floor when you said there was a yod in the sky. You mentioned the ones that we had a few weeks ago, and I also got sick when those were in the sky. So I don't know if those have any correlation, but that's how it's manifesting for me. Thanks so much for everything you do. Thanks for a great question. I, I love hearing this feedback from you guys when you leave those messages. How do you do what she just did? You go to funastrology.com, and right at the top on the left, there's an orange button thing there, and you click on it. You don't have to leave your name. You don't have to leave your email. It's completely anonymous. If you want it to be, you can, but you don't have to. And it, it's just a, I get an email of it, and I can download the little audio file and play it on the show. So if you'd like to leave a question, please do. I've also heard that some of you are very sensitive to when the moon goes void, of course. So these little nuances, see these subtleties of the chart that we kind of hang out and camp out mostly on the show here do affect our daily lives. I mean, I saw it when I started doing the stock trading. I'm like, oh, my gosh, even during the day, the daily chart can affect when stock prices move during the day. So, yes, these things do have significant impacts on us. Now, will today's Yod be that impactful? Kind of doubt it. Why? Because one leg of it is the moon. So when that happens, we know it's only going to be there for just a little while. It's going to come and go. What are the planets? At the base, Jupiter and the moon. So that's Jupiter in Aquarius and the moon in Aries. And up at the top of the pyramid or the top of the little witch's hat we have Mercury and Mars. I'm saying and Mars as a parenthesis or a tag on because it is a fairly wide orb. It's really more of a Mercury aspect, but Mars is, is in there with the moon for sure. Now, this aspect will be there for most of the day, but it's not going to be there tomorrow. So it's a, in the U.S., it's a workday kind of thing today. It starts to shape up a little bit after 6 a.m. East Coast time. It will dissipate yeah, around midnight tonight. You know, I think what this does is it kind of gives emphasis to what we were talking about with Mercury-Pluto, that this is not a cranky yacht. It's Jupiter's in there, and the moon is in there. Now, the moon is a little fiery, we know, so we could put that heat out. But Mercury is at home in Virgo, so I don't know. This one just looks like kind of an emphasis of there's something around communication. Watch that for today. Focus on communication. You know, now Mercury also rules Gemini and the third house. So there could be something related to neighbors, siblings, or transportation. So defensive driving is always a good thing. A little extra good today. Keeping you safe so that you can be back tomorrow for TGI Friday. Have a great day.